Welcome to Royal Grace Chapel, the empowerment center where faith comes alive through inspiring messages and teachings. At Royal Grace Chapel, our mission is to empower you to connect with God in worship, relationship with other believers, and enable you to fulfill your purpose for global impact. We believe in the power of transformation through the Word of God, and that's exactly what you'll experience as you journey with us through our plethora of messages. Get ready to be equipped, uplifted, and empowered on your path of faith. Be transformed as you listen to today's empowering message. Now tonight, we'll be spending time to pray. John chapter 15. John chapter 15. You may please be seated for some few minutes before we begin to pray. It's a night of prayer. How many of you can feel the cold? Oh, you can't feel the cold? Did you feel the heat? Hey, oh, what, what people are here in church tonight? When I say A, you say A. Can you feel the cold? Okay, so if you cannot feel the cold, that means the blessing I have for you, you won't have it. So, please do not bring the thing for the people again. Because there was a blessing that we to share for those paraventure, for those who can feel the cold. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Are you blessed tonight? Yes, Do you love Jesus? Say so with me, I love, I love Jesus. Now, those of you who are joining online, are welcome. We are just going to spend some time to pray. Now, everybody has a ministry. When God looks at us, there is something he wants from us. John chapter 15, verse 1. This is one of the nights you will remember to give thanks to God. So I want you to lay hold of the revelation we'll be sharing tonight. I am the vine, and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth not fruits, it taketh away. The first thing you will observe here, Jesus himself, give me New Living Translation. New Living Translation from verse 1. <coughs> All right. New Living Translation from verse 1. Verse 1. I am the true grapevine. And my father is a gardener. Now, can you imagine Jesus calling God a gardener? Am I the one that wrote the Bible? Can I have some water, please? <coughs> so it says, and he said, he is the grapevine. Media team, if you can give us the picture of the grapevine, I will really be happy. You will receive a grapevine. It brings out Plenty grape. So Jesus said, I am the grapevine. The one, the farmer who comes to dress the grapevine to ensure that this grapevine brings forth fruit is God himself. Are you there? So he said, Jesus said, I am the grapevine and the gardener. Gardeners are people who keep flower, right? Are they not the people who keep flowers? 
Good. Say, God is a gardener. Normally, we will have felt that this word is an insultive word. To call God a gardener. <coughs> I'm waiting for my water. But it's not an insultive word. He was trying to use symbols and metaphors to communicate something of a true value. Thank you. Excuse me. Amen, amen. <coughs> We're almost there. Whether we like it or not, we'll pray. <coughs> As for the prayer, we'll do it. Amen? amen. So Jesus said, I am the true vine, or I am the grapevine, and my father is the gardener. Then the question is, where are you and I? Verse 2. Verse 2. Verse 2, guys, once you have the picture, he cuts every branch of mine that doesn't bear fruit. So, here, you will see Jesus liking you and I to a tree. The branch of a tree. So, you see the trunk of the main tree itself, then the part of the tree that brings forth fruit is where? Is it not the branch? It's the branch. So you, are, you and I, we are, a, we are a, like a tree before God. And you and I ought to be a fruitful tree. So he said, he cuts every branch of mine that doesn't bear fruit, produce fruit. He prunes the branch that do bear fruit. So that they will produce even more fruit. Say with me, more fruit. How does God curse the branch that does not bear fruit? Thank you. There are different ways he cuts it. Do you know why he cuts the branch that does not bear fruit? Because God himself has made himself the gardener of our lives. Watch, you know, there's a song that says, like a little baby, you watch over. All those watching over us is not just so that we can be married, uh, eat suya. And no, it, a gardener watches over the garden so that the garden can be fruitful. So that all the weeds and anything that wants to come and insects and all those things that want to hinder the garden the, from being a fruitful garden, the gardener takes it away. God's protection over your life is not so that you can just be happy and buy a car and do all the things. It's so that you will be a fruitful vine. So every morning when you say, Father, thank you for a new day. Thank you for watching over me. Thank you for a brand new day. You see, all those things, thank God for it, but... 
There is a, the reason why he's keeping you every day is so that you will become what? A fruitful what? Vine. He doesn't watch over us for watching over us sake. It doesn't protect you, provide for you for a, it's like a farmer who has planted ugu or any popkin or whatever you call it and goes to weed the farm every day, pour water. What do you think he's doing it for? Is it not for the thing to grow? After pouring water, putting manure, doing everything, then all the things that the ugu can say that I no get money, my praise. Hey. You no get the ugu, ugu, ugu is singing to the farmer now. Say, ah, waiting I go give to you. I don't know it. After the farmer comes to you within, within the flower, pouring water. He has gone to bring manure. He even fence it out. Then this ugu is singing. Look at the vine. This is the grape. Do you see? This is the vine. The, the main tree is there. The part that is supposed to bring forth fruit is you. This is where you are in Christ. Say, I am the vine. You are the branches. Leave the supply for me. You see, the branch don't think of water. It is the vine that thinks of the water. It is the duty of the vine to go and look for water and everything. He's going to supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. All that he wants you to do is what? Be a fruitful vine. This is why Jesus said, don't worry about what you are going to eat or drink. Don't worry about what you are going to put on. Because you see, it is not your duty. I am the vine. I will look for the water for you. I will process the sun for you. I will process everything. Your own is to do what? Bear fruit. Simple life. But you see, most of us have made ourselves the vine. So when we wake up in the morning, we are looking for water. We are looking for sun to do photosynthesis. It is the duty of the vine to do all those things. Say, seek ye first. Say, don't think about those things. See, all unbelievers, they think about food, think about clothes, because they are their own vine. But if you are a child of God, Jesus is your vine. Jesus is I said, Jesus is your vine. Jesus. And you are what? The it is an abomination for a branch to go searching for water. Hey. It is an abomination for a branch to to now try to be bringing out tap roots, air roots. A branch is trying to bring out air roots, tap roots, all the things to say, hey, I don't know where I'm going. No, when a branch is doing that, it's even a sign that that branch is not the correct branch. It can be said it's an accursed branch. The way we live our life, we should look at it. If truly you are the branch, your duty is that you must know every day that Jesus is the vine. And God is the gardener. is the vine dresser. He will watch over us. He will, he will anything that needs to keep this tree healthy. God knows how to take care of it. Then he say, you are the branch. You are a branch. God, Jesus is the vine. Then he said, the only thing he wants. 
Those of us who have been singing that song, waiting I go give to you, it's not your praise alone. It's good to praise God, but that is not what God said he wants. He said, even if you don't praise him, trees, stones can praise. So, stone can praise if we don't praise. But the only thing the Bible did not say that stones cannot be fruitful and cannot do the work of God the way you can do it. But he said stone can praise. There is something that is exclusive to us as human beings, which is to be fruitful for God. So he said, after doing all this for you, don't come and be singing, waiting I go give to you my praise. I no get money, my praise. You no want money. No, it's a greedy person that even sings that one. I think it was Mr. Okwe this morning that was singing, I no get money. Anytime I hear that thing, I say, oh, what? have you brought one million to the Lord and he has rejected it before? Who says that? It's a, well, when people don't want to give, then they will go and bring that song. I no get money. You know, who told you that he doesn't want money? Eh, that song should not be sung in our church again. Maybe that's why you people started making me to have cough. Hey, what a shock. But we are still preaching. Oh, why can you say, I don't get money, you don't want money. You, you, who said that? Who said that? When you see that sister who sang the song this morning, tell her that she should go and release another album. She has to release her. By tomorrow, rise to glory. She has to. By if not, we too, we, we, when we see her, when we see the husband, when I will tell the husband, I know get money. You know want money. <laughs> Let's be happy in the house. Are you here or we have gone home? I said tonight we are. We are. Oh, it's like you don't look happy. Am I spoiling your mood with my message? <laughs> Mercy. Michael, are you here? So, give me the branch again. Verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, it cuts. It cuts. It prunes the branch that do not bear fruit. And the ones that bear fruit, so that they will bear more fruit. So, God is interested in our being fruitful. That is why I want you to pray about being fruitful tonight. Then verse 3. Look at it. Verse 3. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given to you. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Except it abide in the vine. So you cannot accept you abide in me. Then verse 5. Everybody. Can we all read verse 5 together? I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same. The same what? So do you see that one of the signs that you are a healthy Christian is that you are what? Bearing what? Fruits. Bearing fruits. It's not just, so you can be speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. But when he looks at you, what does he want to see? What does he want to see? Fruits. Oh, you carry big Bible for prayer meeting. What does he want to see? Fruit. Say with me, he wants to see my fruits. He wants to see my fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Now, why is fruitfulness important? 
I want to see verse 6. Verse 6, everybody. We are moving small, small. Verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into fire and they are burnt. Do you see spiritual attack? Spiritual attack. The enemy succeeds in the life of a man that is not fruitful. He said, if a man abide not in me, is cast forth as a branch. That means the hand of God is out from the life of a man that is not fruitful. So even though he's a Christian, but you begin to see that there is no more testimony in his life. Oh yes. He will be struggling, doing a lot of things. Why? Because, you see, if a man abide not in me, he's not fruitful. He's cast forth as a branch and is withered away. Then look at it. Men gather them and begin to torment. So the next time somebody says, oh, I, it's like I'm having spiritual attack. It's like, oh, I slept yesterday and somebody threw arrow at me. What should you check? Are you a fruitful Christian? Because you see, the hand of the wicked often triumph in the life of a man that is not fruitful. Men gather them and cast them into fire. Because why? God is no longer taking care of him. May the protection of God never depart from you. May the hand of God never depart from your life. May any harassment of the enemy tonight as you pray, it comes to an end in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that the enemy is using to torment you in your dream, in your business, in your career, in the name of Jesus, it ends tonight in the name of Jesus. Men gather them and they cast them into fire. Bearing fruit is a serious thing. This is why the devil wants us to be a church we do every other thing, but we are not fruitful. <clears throat> Verse 7. I'm reading the Bible. Are you here? If you abide in me and my words, this is now the opposite of verse 6. And my words abide in you. What did he say will happen to you? What did he say will happen to you? What did he say? Amen? What did he say? Can we all read it together? <clears throat> oh, are you sure you are here? Can we read verse 7 together? One to go. You shall ask what you will. Is it not a good business to do with God? He said, all I want you to do is just be fruitful. And the moment you are fruitful for me, begin to ask what you will. And it will be done unto you. Yes, sir. So when you see somebody say, oh, I've been praying. And it's like, God is not answering my prayer. What should you check? You what should you check? You this is the business of God. Fruitfulness. Now, there is a season God will ask every one of you for your fruits. Luke. Open to the book of Luke. Chapter 13. Luke chapter 13 verse 6. 
Let's start from verse 6 or verse 5. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruits thereon and found none. And found none. Verse 7. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit from this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbered it the ground? Never joke with your spiritual life. There's an expiry date. Every good product has an expiry date. And when the expiry date is finished, everything still looks normal. They just carry it like this and take it out of the shelf in a good place anyway. They say, no, we can't sell it anymore because it has expired. One of the things I think that most of us take for granted is that there is always a time that God will say, I have done enough for you. Time up. I have done enough for you. I have protected you. If you some of you, if you go and find out the, your birth story, your mother could have told you that perhaps how you, they had to operate you to bring you out some things, strange things. Some of you have survived sickness. Different things. And it will say that now, everything I have done for you is so, to draw near to me. But you are now using it to make money. When I had to stop going to work and I had to train other people to take over, it's because I kept reminding myself, I tell people, that not everybody has the opportunity that I have who have been dead before. Then God brought them back to life. But you see, since God gave me the second chance that I came back to life, I did computer and everything. Most of what I do prospers. Most of what I do prospers. So, at the, two years ago, I had to sit down and say, if I keep doing business like this, I will never have time to serve God. So I called the guys who were working with me. I said, you take over. I will now be working from the background. From today, I will resume in church. That is when I start working in church. So my church is now my full time. My work is church. Then the computer part of my life has become part-time. Why? Because you see, you must never forget what God brought you out from. That is how come I could tell somebody who said that, oh, um, I should carry my family and travel to U.S. Oh, by the grace of God, I still have valid U.S. visas and everything. I can travel now, tomorrow morning, buy a ticket and go. 
I don't have problem with that. But you see, when I stand here, it's because I have not, I've chosen not to forget that I am alive, not to just make other things, but primarily my life must bring glory to God. What about you? Why are you alive? What are you doing with your life? You saw the Baba that came here on, on Sunday. Daddy Folorosho. Has it was it, some of you do not know what it meant by sabbatical. He was a former lecturer in University of Lagos. And he has worked to the point of sabbatical. So sabbatical means that the school will be paying you, but you don't have to go to work. Then they can use that opportunity to go and do anything. You want to learn things. So you are, it's like you have worked to a point where now you can then, if you don't, you, for a period of time, you can go and do any course in the world, do anything if you want. You have not retired, but you are still working, but they will be paying you. So as the day of his sabbatical came, as he was picking up the sabbatical letter, when he's supposed to be enjoying the, the fruit of his labor, now he could travel all around the world, do everything. Then God said, that is the time you should resign. So resign now. So that was what he was saying, that he saw two letters. That as he was speaking, the sabbatical letter like this, that enjoyment has come. And all his friends are envying because to get your sabbatical is not a small thing. Oh, it's something that every lecturer looks forward to. Period of sabbatical. It's enjoyment time. Then the Lord said, no, you are not going to go on sabbatical. Drop that sabbatical letter and drop your resignation letter. It's time to be fruitful. You see, it's been many years. He told me the other time. He said, I thought everything was going to finish. Because now you have left enjoyment. And it, it is foolishness for you to say you reject sabbatical and you are now resigning. I think if you want to resign, do finish the sabbatical and everything. You understand? Is that not the normal thing? Then you will come back and say, after you have enjoyed the government money and everything, then you can come back and say, now I want to resign. But you see, now that you are not sick, now that everything is okay in your life, now that they have not said that you have cancer or you have tumor, God forbid you won't have it. Amen. Now that your leg is there, now that everything is there, it, that is the time for you to willingly say, Lord, here I am. Use me. Use me. Now that you are beautiful, some of you, when you walk on the road, five men are, Okada will just jam themselves, pra, 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 only because of you. Hey! When they see you, they will say, are you an angel or you are a human being? Only you. Well. What a shock. If, if you go out today without money, you can, you can move from here to Victoria Island and come back. Ask you, the people are, hello babe, can you enter, hello babe? Can you enter, hello babe? Only you. Now that everybody is babying you, hey. you are hello babe. Hey. 
You have a choice. I said, you have a choice. That was a choice. You can continue your baby life or become Jesus' baby. The best time is now. That's what I want to pray tonight about fruitfulness. Think about it. Because there is a time it will say it will cut it down. Say no more. When I died at 18, I was around 18 or 17. I never knew. I came back from school. I came back from school. I came back from school. I thought it was just normal headache. And from that headache, I was in SS2, SS, SS2, yeah. It was just like normal headache. And before you know it, week one, I could not go to school again. Week two, a young boy, SS2 boy, then all of a sudden, I could not stand up from the bed again. You see, it was a lesson to me that anything can change like this. That you cannot, where you least expected. That is why a fool is the one that always thinks, I have tomorrow, I have tomorrow, or I'm still young, I still have life. I was in SS2 when this thing happened to me. And me that I used to, you know, I was still, before then I used to go and gym. Then when we are walking, we walk, you know. Then we will put our handkerchief, you know. Then you have, one day I saw to Luan, put him uh, comb. I said, hey, this thing has come also. He's looking for extra comb, you know. You want your hair to be there. Then you are, you are, you are. I said, now. I thought it was a joke. Week one, on the bed. Week two, on the bed. Week three, on the bed. By the fourth week. I was not pooping and we went on the bed. I was on that situation for six months. SS2, full of life. Life has just started. Hey. Think about your life. Oh. I said, think about your life seriously. Don't be deceived. Think about your life. If, I have, if God did not show me mercy by bringing me back to life, I would have been dead, gone, rotting. SS2! SS2! Senior secondary school, two! So when I say, my, those of you, when we are talking to you, serve God now, do something for God, and you are saying, hey, me, I, I, I want to finish my master's before I serve God. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't have time. All this serving God, serving God. Oh, oh. Not everybody have a pastor who can tell you this kind of story. Oh, yes. Not everybody. You see, that's why if you are here, you don't have an excuse. Because God will say, I gave you a pastor who could share his story so that you, you will not have an excuse. Six months. Nothing else in this world matters again. School never mattered. Nothing. Nothing matters. So today now, you have, most of us have gone out since morning now. You, the only thing on your mind is money, business, children. School. Maybe now some of us have not even prayed 30 minutes. If you join Rise to Glory this morning, you saw that if you do of you are this at the point I was dozing as I was leading the prayer, I was amare forcing. It's because if I have prayed nothing less than three hours before I joined that prayer time. Oh yes. I would rather come and be dozing and be leading the prayer than not to be there at all. 
But some of you, even 30 minutes, you have not prayed today. Then I, you think I would say do Operation Macedonia and not. So I said, I, as I was doing, I said, well, I could have off the camera. I said, I want them to see that even man of God said they suffer, but you go, they move. We move. It's not easy to wake up and pray. Yeah. Oh, yes. Are, are you there? But your youthful days, what are you using it for? No, what have you used your time for today? Remember the Lord your God, why the evil days have not come. What are you using your time for now? What are you using it for? So you are praying for money, but he said you are the branch. He will take care of you. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. This is in he will supply your needs. I said, he's supplying your needs. So will you pray to be a fruitful vine? Yes, sir. Do you like that kind of prayer? Or you don't like it? Pray, Lord, I want to be fruitful. One of the prayers that the man of God led on Sunday that I love. Lord, stir our heart up for missions. Stir our heart up for missions. See, 2024... Our lifestyle is changing. We have become a church on mission. Yes. A church on missions. When I'm looking at all of you, all of you are going to become a nation. Yes. A nation. Mighty nation. People will be, you are, you will be raised, laying hands on people like this. You, you don't believe it's happening, but by next year, by this time next year, Many people will be coming to say, oh, I was sick, but when she lay hands on me, I came back to life. When she lay hands on me, I came back to life. When she, oh, that, this, those are the kind of testimonies we'll be seeing here. In the name of Jesus. Say, so my God shall supply all your needs. Why? Because you are the branch. You are the branch. How do you become fruitful? Number one is true prayer. Genesis chapter 25 verse 21. Genesis 25, verse 21. How do you become fruitful? Prayer. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Let me tell you something. There's a long lady that um, the story was, I, I, I came across a story from Kenya. She was a prostitute. Drug addict. She left her home. So when some people preached to her, she gave her life to Christ. How can she say thank you? She began to pray, Lord, here I have helped me to be fruitful. You see, when you are praying about fruitfulness, let me say something to you. It's not only by saying somebody, Jesus loves you, that you can win people to Christ. There are so many ways you can lead people to Christ. That is why I want to pray this prayer seriously. Do you know that when this girl, God was going to use her, I think I even as her story entered international news for me to even know about her story in Nigeria. They went to a refugee camp 
for outreach. And she saw over 1,000 women in the refugee camp with children doing nothing. Then the Lord said, this is what I have saved you to. I'm going to use you. In our family, they know how to do woodwork. You know, all the way they do all this um, craft, like Christmas baskets and all those things. Yeah. So she told her pastor, I'm going to train these women in this, how to do, I don't know whatever, crafts. So this girl alone, as the last time I heard, she then trained, connected with her father, they set up an e-commerce site. So as she trained the women, then she trained them on how to list their product online. And most of the women began to export their products. And that was how this 19-year-old girl or something, 19 or 21-year-old girl, used her gifts to turn the refugee women into prosperous women. Only one girl. So the women began to export their product. And from there, she preached Jesus to every one of them because every one of them became, you know, fascinated with what she was doing. There is something God has put in your hand, you, you, that can change our community. But you don't know it. As you pray tonight, you'll be surprised. As you pray tonight, you'll be surprised. How can God use a, a girl who was a prostitute and a drug addict? And you see, by the time she began to train them, everybody, even hearing her story, because the hand, when she lifts her hand like this, you will see plenty old or drugs and incestuous. Say no. But you know, today she's a very anointed girl. God used her to raise that over 1,000 women have now prospered because of this girl. I don't know you, but there is a call of God on your life. Because your mess is a message. God did not bring you here for, to, in vain. I don't know wherever you are. As you pray tonight, Lord, make me fruitful. Maybe what you can even do. You love children. Maybe what you can do. You see, my love for children is what made me organize Christmas party every year. We are not organizing it this year, but we will do something for them. Because I love children. Every, the last December, you see that, uh, May, I always, I love children. That's why you see, our children joke, I don't joke with them. I know that it's not everybody that loves children. So what I love is a sign of my calling. Not everybody loves what you love. Oh, yes. Oh, I said, oh, yes. When I say, oh, yes, you say, oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. You can cook. Oh, you can cook. My wife, we were at number 15. This church was small. When I married my wife, do you know Lady Peace prayer point? She said, Lord, help me. Give me the opportunity to cook for people. My wife. So, because Lady Peace, she just loves to cook for people. Look. So when we started the church, even at the other small place, all these brothers, after Sunday service, 
They will come into Lady P's kitchen. And she will just, we don't have a lot. During that time, we're in debt. We're owing money. But out of the little Lady P, we cook for all of them. All our pa- she didn't know that she was, she was cooking for people who one day will become pastors in church. Hey. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I said, oh, yes. And you will see some of them fighting for meat. Hey. And let the people have to, uh, yeah. When we put their back down, their goose down, she, then this one, once they eat, so then this one will carry me, then this one will carry garlic, like this one will carry soup, like this. You know, but let the people were never angry. She's always loving me. This last Sunday program that we did, before I woke up, Lady P alone had cooked half bag of rice. That jollof rice, the kick on. She cooked half bag of rice alone in the half. You will never know. She cooked. She said, no. She just loved it. He said, each time she cooks, she feels that God has answered her prayer, giving her the health and the joy to do it. So even cooking can change people's life. Because I was surprised that people were fighting for the jollof rice on Sunday. Hey, you too. Thank God you confess your sin. What a shock. What a shock. But you see, some of you can cook. You don't know that even cooking can save souls. You don't know. That is why you must pray, Lord, make me fruitful. Pray, pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. They say that you can talk too much. You are always talking. Well, any time any one of you, they say you can talk too much, it's a sign that you are an evangelist. Oh, yes. This talk, instead of using it for gossiping and all that, thing, Lord, use my talkativeness for your glory. They said I can talk too much. Lord, make me fruitful. Are you ready to pray? Make me fruitful tonight. Give us the prayer. John chapter 15. Again, verse 8. John chapter 15. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Hearing them. Say, Hearing is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so that ye, so shall ye be what? My, so shall ye be my what? Stand to your feet tonight, we are praying. Yes. Somebody told me, I, I, heard, I read a book today too. Some women got together. They knew to do makeup, makeup. They went to a community and they were doing free makeup. They call it free makeup and air day. Saturday, once a month. And you see, as they are making your hair for you free, by the time they touch your hair, power is touching your hair. They, see, they have gone to fast and pray. Lord, today, we are doing free air. And they will go. And so as they are doing the makeup, oh yeah, putting the mascara, putting the foundation, then the other one is doing your hair. You just feel that some people will just feel heavy. I will show you the, a, a, oh, I don't have it. The barber who was also using barbing to win souls. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Barber, he prayed. And this guy is a, is a, is, is a Mexican barber. So when, when you enter his shop, he normally plays music. The last one they recorded, as people were sitting and waiting for the next person to come and barb, they just started crying. He was just praying. They start, then they would leave his barber and start laying hands on them. Laying hands on them. Laying hands on them. A baba. A baba. Oh, yes. There is nothing God cannot use you to do. Yes. 
God is waiting on you. Tonight, there's an anointing coming upon you as you cry unto God. Look around you. There are problems that God wants you to solve. Using what you have. Make me fruitful. I am a branch. Lord, I don't want to be a barren. He said, Isaac entreated. Look at it. Genesis 25 verse 21. Genesis 25 verse 21. Begin me again. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. If, you have, if nobody is following to church now, there is something wrong. That means you are not touching people's lives. If nobody, if nobody is saying that, oh, you are my mother in the Lord, you are my father in the Lord, there is something wrong with you. You are not a true disciple. Pray about it. Pray about it. How many of you want to pray about it tonight? God is going to make you a mighty nation. You see, this prayer, you'll be surprised that it will put money in your bank account before the week is over. Oh, yes. As you are praying, because you are the branch, your father is the husbandman and Jesus is the vine. You are praying about fruitfulness. You see, my children, who manages Mark Center today, by the grace of God, they are my children. But God gave me children who love me. I didn't meet them on I didn't know that I would have such things, but God knows I would need it. Do you understand what I'm saying? The thing you will need, some of you, the husband you need as you are praying is coming tonight. The wife is coming tonight. The job is coming tonight. Yes. Yes. Some of you, the visa is coming tonight. I will tell you when I received the covenant that no country will ever deny me visa. I, I drove as a missionary for three years to Agoway. I did not collect 50 kobo. I was paying my way. I will leave my work every Friday, drive to Ogun State, sleep there Saturday, preach Sunday, come back Sunday. I was preaching one day. I remember when I said to myself, no country will ever deny me visa. At that time, I've not even gone to America. I said, no. I was preaching. I was preaching. I, I got that covenant. No country. So as I see myself, the, God has opened international doors for me. I realized that God saw the sacrifice. I have slept on Lagos Ibadan Express Road because of the work of God before. Yes. Because I was going on my mission post. Pray that. See, you will, see, you will be so shocked how God will bless you because he will you just be a fruitful branch so you will ask what you will he will spoil you with his goodness see in the next 21 days every fruitful branch God is going to spoil you with unusual testimony yes as you are praying about your ministry tonight as you are praying about your ministry tonight I remember, you know, anytime we want to do something, somebody like Pastor Gabriel, he has one gift. One of his gifts is to go and look for things at cheaper rate for us. So when we want to have children, they say, hey, Charlie, you, you, you are, you are, it's a gift even to even be able to go and price, go on errand. So when you see some of the, like when Christmas is coming, hey, go and buy. I remember one time he has to, because he used to sell in the old dog. And God took him from the streets 
and gave him a good family today. He is now using that skill to help the work of God. So when we want to do anything in church that involves buying things for children, buying flag, he will say, no, don't worry. He will carry, before he used to do it for, as his older boy or street boy, now he's doing it for you. So he, he has not forgotten what God has brought him to. So he will see him going to Idumota, entering some corners that you, you can ever, you'll be lost. And he will bring the thing for us at a cheaper rate. That's why sometimes we do a lot of things for our children ministry because somebody remembered that he was in the old dog selling handkerchief and all those things. And Jesus brought him from there into the house of God. So he's now using that gift and that skill for the advancement of the work of God. Tonight, God will make you a fruitful vine. Pray about your ministry. Pray about your ministry. Pray about your ministry. Oh yes. Pray about your ministry. My father-in-law, a medical doctor, he will carry, when he had heart problem, he had heart problem. He will, in that heart problem as a medical doctor, he will leave his medical profession and he will still go and do free medical outreach for people. One day, as a doctor, he had finished treating people. He had People had gone. He was on the field. His heart has failed. He had fainted. Nobody knows. As he was packing the thing in the night, then he, his, his heart stopped pumping. Then he fainted on the place. All the people that he even came to do free medical outreach for, they have gone home. It was someone that said, Doctor Sky is still here. Even with his heart problem, he was still doing hard work for God. Today, the man is alive. He has his grandchildren because God has taken care of him. What is the reason why you are not bearing fruits? Today you have to pray about it. He could have died. When they went to go and operate on his heart, they brought the entire heart out. He said, other people who came for that operation, a lot of them died like this. But he, now is okay. You will never know that such a thing has happened. He, he was even looking for money to go to India and other places to go and do the art thing. They, he said, no, he could not have. So they did it for him in Nigeria and was successful. But you see, each time I look at him, I said, this is a man. He said to me, he said, son, say, even when I have art problem, I never joke with my tithe. My father-in-law, as he's treating people like this, you see, he has an, even if he doesn't go to church, he sends his tithe. So I don't joke with it. I don't joke with my tithe. I'm telling you that when you are fruitful, eh, when you are a fruitful Christian, things get better for your life. Oh yes. That's why I want you to pray tonight. Because most of us, we are not, you see, the curse of barrenness is what is afflicting us. Every brand that bearded no fruit, I will cut away. So how can he supply your need when he has cut you away? Because you are a barren tree. You are a tree before God. Jesus is the vine. You are the branches. And God is the gardener. John 15. God is the gardener. Tonight you are praying. I don't know what you are. I don't know what God has placed in your hand that has been lying idle. That has been lying idle. But tonight God is going to breathe upon it. I said God is going to breathe upon it. I said God is going to breathe upon it. All of you are praying, say, Lord, here I am. Make me fruitful. Deliver me from barrenness. Go ahead and talk to God tonight. Lift your voice and pray for yourself. Lord, oh, everybody lift your voice and pray for yourself tonight. Walk around and pray. Lord, I am praying concerning my life tonight. 
Oh yes, that I will become a fruitful vine in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I'm praying that my ministry will be fruitful. Every one of you, you have a calling upon your life. You have a ministry. Pray, Lord, help me to be fruitful. Oh yes, mekandaloske, mekandaloske, rebalika tubele doria bashakata, kelenta, kelenta yaba sheketo seta, rebalike tubela kapaya, jeleke deke deke raba baba ba, sheto leba keteke loboboske. Ikoparate shakale bayaba mekoria bababa reketete mantole bebe repapa baba shekete tunde zundora pakate jekaria basoto mendele kalembola sheketa baya mendelekete oh yes eteri baba menteri baba Menteri Baba, Menteri Baba, Leke Suntele, Meke Suntele, Meke Suntele, Meke Suntele, Zile Bosch Katabaya, Sherebedeske, Mantorebelebe, Rabababa, Ketabalata, Joketade, Joketade, Joketade. Boloska, Imande Reketondele, Mako Baba Baba Baba, Ropeletaya, Mandele Bokotokete, Mandele Bele Kotobelegate, Mandele Kete Bologatebede, Remambalebede, Kule Cascate, Kule Cascate, Kule Cascate, Kule Cascate, Kule Cascate, Hopore Baba. Hey, hey, Oh yes, repa le patande le kete de, raba le kete sentere bede, shento be le kete, shekento le kataya, sheketa le baba, mento di baba, that I will be fruitful Lord, oh Lord, that I will be fruitful, a fruitful vine, 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 in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes, oh Lord, this is my prayer that I will be a fruitful vine in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. 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 Oh y
Oh yes. 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 Oh we are praying for fruitfulness tonight. Lord, help me to be a fruitful vine. I receive the grace to be a fruitful vine. Oh yes. Yeah, 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 yeah
name we pray. Amen. I like the way we are praying. I like the way you are praying. The prayer for fruitfulness has a way of even turning things around in your life. What most of you did not know that today lady people will have been using a walking stick or should have been on a wheelchair because shortly after she gave birth to our last born the doctor said one of her bone because she was when she was contracting or whatever shifted it bone so when she was walking she began to limp after so she went to Bobby and when they run the scan they said that she will not be able to walk again properly without aid because her hip bone has shifted but you see, she didn't know that. Thank God she was a wise woman who obeyed what I was telling her. Before she gave birth, she was a pastor at Command Church. Even when she was heavily pregnant and she wanted to stop, even my in-law fought me or in a certain sense. She wanted to say, I said, no, keep going every Sunday and be preaching. Now, when my wife is pregnant, she used to bring out saliva a lot. So you can imagine a pastor who wants to preach. And the challenge was that, okay, how will I preach on Sunday? Will I now carry my saliva, whatever? And they, what am I saying? It will irritate the people. I said, I don't know. God will help you. So when she, she will tell me that when the service starts, they will do the praise and worship. She will be in the office. When it's time for her to preach, then she will go. Throughout the period of her preaching, all the saliva that want to come, she has to be swallowing it. And if you're a pregnant woman, you know that that thing can be very irritating. Sometimes she felt like vomit. I said, no. Or she was there until some weeks before she delivered. So when they gave her that medical report, we were at home. We brought the Gobi report. I can see if she has the scan, I can tell her to bring the scan so that you will see. And they gave her one painkiller drug. Because she can't walk normally without it. So she said, for her life, for the rest of her life, she will be taking this painkiller. It's only when she takes that painkiller she can walk. You see? But you know what? She was a fruitful vine. So one day she, she went, she carried the painkiller. Said, Lord, remember me. Remember me. And she prayed and made a demand. Today, of course, you see her walking around. A woman that should have been using wheelchair or something. God took away every symptoms of that. I, I said, Bobby confirmed it. And they told my wife that she will always be on drug before she can walk normal. Painkiller. Very intensive painkiller. But the last time we saw the painkiller, the pain drug, we just lifted up and thanked the Lord. What if she was doing big woman and she was here not obeying going to that field to work for God. In the day of crisis, what would she has demanded? What would she place a demand on? Let me show you the scripture you are going to use to pray tonight. Luke chapter 8, verse 14. I want to pray about this tonight. Luke chapter 8, verse 14. As for what? He was talking about the seed. 
and that which fell among tongues are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasure of this life and bring no fruit to perfection three things that kills fruitfulness in the life of people number one the cares of this world the deceitfulness of riches and pleasure most of you, you see, I will, if I did not let go, if you see my old picture, I used to wear chain. I wear bang, a big chain here, big chain here. I love chains. I love chains. But you see, if the Christianity that is not costing you something is not a Christianity. Yes. Some of us, the reason why you are not yet fruitful is because you are not ready to let go of the baggage you came to Christ with. You are still trying to. I remember I had to say, no, you, you will never know I love change. You will never know I love change. When I bob my hair, I used to drop, draw something at the back of my hair. You will not know. Yes, you will not know. And I was a Christian. But I realized that this thing was not making me attract souls to God. It was not making me fruitful. So I had to say no more. So I started until recently when they had to start changing my hairstyle. For a long time, those of you who know that I just buy low. For years, I only buy local. To just say bye-bye to Saturday, it was sacrifice. You said, you, you heard that lecturer, Baba, that came here on Sunday. A lecturer, sabbatical time of enjoyment. God said, now, resign. When you are supposed to enjoy, I'm inviting you. You see, if you want to be fruitful, it will cost you something. You have to lose something to follow God. But you see, when you let go, you will gain it back. You will gain it back. Tonight, I want you to pray. Against anything that the devil is using to choke you from being fruitful. There are some lusts that need to give way. There are some things. So when I see my wife, I have the, my wife is the second for me of my life. The first for me was the one that was buying clothes for me and wanted me to sleep with her. And I said, no, I will not. And I went to go and work in a factory. 100 naira per day factory. And I will eat 16 naira food. Trek. I said, then several years later, God gave me another Fumi, which is now my wife, who is now blessed and has become the mother of my children. You see, there is nothing you give up that God will not give you back in good measure. Press down, shake it together, and running over. Oh, yes. Tonight you are praying, Lord, search my life. Whatever it is the devil is using against me for being, whatever is entering me from being fruitful, cares of this world, pleasures, deceitfulness of riches, and whatever it is that is entering me from being fruitful, prune me, Lord. Prune me, Lord. Purge me from them. Walk on me, Lord. Oh, Lord, get rid of them. Search me, Lord. Anything that is not making me fruitful for you. Tonight, Lord, prune them from my life. Prune them from my life. Remove them from my life. Uproot them. I let go. I release. I receive grace to let go so that I can be fruitful. Lift your voice and pray for yourself tonight. Pray over your life tonight. 
Pray over your life tonight. There is a price to pay to be fruitful. There is a price to pay. There is a price to pay in order to be fruitful. Lord, Lord, we cry unto you tonight. Search me, Lord. Spirify me, Lord. Everything that is eating my fruitfulness. Purge me from them. Purify me from them. Cast them from my life. Oh, Lord. I lay my life down at your feet. I want to do more for you, Lord. I want to do more for you, Lord. I want to do more for you, Lord. Pray for yourself tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Walk on me. Walk on me. I receive grace to say to follow you all the way. Walk on me, Lord. Oh yes. Oh yes. Matabaya. Oh, I ask the Lord to purge you right now. Purge me from pleasures. Every pleasure that is eating me from fruitfulness. Pleasure of sleep. Sleeping too much. Lord, purge me. Video games, social media, whatever it is that is into my fruitfulness, pleasures that is into me from being fruitful. Purge me from them, Lord. Purge me from them, Lord. Oh, yes. Deliver us from the deceitfulness of riches and the love of other things. Tonight, Lord Jesus. Oh yes. Oh, 
pleasures Alla kopaya Eva luatata Ayakada kada Pwod milobona Aluatata Ikaba buakata kabahal Eva la kokata yandere Rebabaya 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 Lebrakuta kayanda Fela soplanta tae Ibaba Ela kopaluata tae Epa ya kolakata ya Eshadaba kopaya Ela paleta tae Ayadarara in Jesus name we pray Amen In Jesus name we have prayed Amen Amen means so shall it be for you Amen In Jesus name we have prayed Amen I think we should pray one more prayer before we leave Luke 14 26 on the line of reference Luke 14 26 Give it to me Luke 14 26 if any man come to me and ate not his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sister, yea, his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Verse 27. Verse 27. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. There's a price to pay. There's a price to pay. A young man in Mark chapter 10. Is it Mark 10? Yes. Mark 12. Yes, Mark 12. Came to Jesus. And said, Master, I have obeyed all this commandment. I want to follow you. And Jesus said, go and sell all that you have and come and follow me. The Bible said, he turned back and said, I'm not doing again. I'm not doing again. Because you see, the Bible said, because he had great possession. But you see, it was, he rejected the offer to follow Jesus because of his business. Where is he today? No, where is the business today? Where is he? He missed an opportunity to have eternity because those things were too dear to him. I want you to pray for yourself. The Bible said that he giveth more grace. Lord, I receive more grace to follow you. Lord, I receive more grace to follow you. Lord, I receive more grace to love you above every other thing in my life. Pray for yourself. More grace. Tonight, oh Lord, release upon my life more grace to follow you sacrificially with the whole of my heart that nothing will be too big for me to lay down to follow you lift your voice and pray for yourself tonight that you will never say no to jesus that you will never turn your back on jesus that you shall not turn your back on jesus that you shall not turn your back on jesus Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. More grace. Pray for yourself. It is time to take up your cross. I receive grace to take up my cross to follow you, Jesus. Grace to take up my cross daily. To follow you every step of the way. Even though it may not be easy. But I receive grace to follow you. I receive grace to walk with you. Grace to follow 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 you. Every step of the way. Grace to follow you. Grace to follow you. Grace to follow you. Every step of the way. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Telepara pashakate. Ikombo no pariyababa. Makopreke te sitebara babababa. 
to follow you, I receive more grace. I receive more grace. I receive more grace. Nothing will be too dear to me. Nothing will be too precious to lay down to follow you. I receive more grace. I receive more grace. To love you more, to follow you, to follow you, to follow you, to follow you, to follow you. Every step of the way, every step of the way, every step of the way. Oh yes, every step of the way, every step of the way, every step of the way. Every step of the way, every step of the way, every step of the way, I receive more grace to walk with you, more grace to follow you, more grace, more grace to do your will, grace to take up my cross and follow you, oh, regardless of the cost, grace to follow you wholeheartedly. More Shut 
la catacara, ay fue pancuelito cora, ay hace y pan. Cabalo caya caracara, echada In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You are still praying for that prayer. You are still praying that prayer. The story of that man is Mark chapter 10. Look at it. Mark chapter 10 verse 21. Jesus said it because he loved him. Look at it. And Jesus beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way. Sell whatsoever you have and give it to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. <laughs> Verse 22. Look at it. Verse 22. And he was sad at that same and went away grieved for he had great possession. Lord, I received grace to overcome the temptation to reject you. To, I received grace to overcome the temptation to love other things more than you. The Bible says that demons have forsaken me. I haven't loved this present world. See, there are things the devil will dangle on you like this to just make you reject your calling. And they say, you go after it. Abraham was faced with Isaac. But he said, Isaac, I will love God more than you. He could have turned, say, after 25 years, Lord, take your calling. Let me stay with my son. I want, is it, there is one temptation. Every man will be confronted with that temptation. Every man. I was faced with the temptation to reject God to start this church when I was going to America. My father and the Lord told me, Apostle Udo, I went, I sat in his office. I said, see, UK visa is here. America visa is here. Virgin Atlantic ticket is here. And when I finished my course in US, system forensics, I wanted to be a consultant for EFCC. Then I will go to UK to do something, then I will come to Nigeria. It was November. No, this was September, October. And he said to me, John, by the time you go to America and come back, God will have replaced you. He said, either you start now or you'll be replaced. So I carried that visa, my ticket and everything. Put it down. And the Lord sent me to really a gigi. You see, but several years later, even till now, I, 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 the last time I was in UK, I was touring in the place around. I remember, it was as though I would never travel again. But he first took the love of that trip. Because you see, when you have never traveled before, it looks so precious to you. He took that love from me. So now, nothing can make me say, I want to now leave my calling to Jackba. He dealt with it at the early stage of my ministry. I want you to pray for yourself too. Pray, Lord. I receive grace to overcome the temptation to love other things more than you. I receive grace to overcome the temptation to reject my calling for, to follow other things. I receive the grace to, to be steadfast regardless of any enticement of the world. To remain faithful to you all the days of my life. Lord, I receive that grace tonight. Pray for yourself tonight. Pray for yourself tonight. Pray for that grace. Pray for that grace. Pray for that grace. The grace to, re to overcome the temptation that will make you love other things above God. The grace to always overcome the temptation 
that will make you love other things above God. The grace will become to overcome the temptation of demons. Demons love the world more than his calling, more than his ministry. He forsook God because of other things. Pray for the grace you have that that temptation will never overcome you. That that temptation will never overcome you. That that temptation will never overcome you. When you are confronted with the choice to choose between God and your career, between God and your children, between God and money, receive grace to always say yes to God, yes to Jesus, yes to taking up the cross. Pray for yourself tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Place your hand on your chest tonight as I pray for you. Lord, I pray for you, everyone under the unction of my voice. Set our heart on fire for you afresh. Let our love for you boil. Let our love for you burn. May we be consumed afresh with a fresh love for you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, the Bible says, Demas has forsaken me. I've loved this present world. I pray, oh God, that the temptation to reject you, to reject our calling, to reject our ministry, because of the love of the world, pleasure and the cares of this world, the disciplines of riches. Father, I pray, and grace each and every one of us afresh with the grace to always overcome that temptation. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Esau trivialized his birthright. Today we have Israel, but we did not have Esau. Because he looked down on his calling. He looked down, he trivialized his ministry. And he sold it on the platter of hunger. Today, there are no generation of Esau that are known. No nation is called by Esau. But the man who valued his calling above hunger, above food, there is still a nation today that even the nations of the earth still acknowledges. Lord, I pray for every one of us that nothing will become too precious to take the place of God in your life. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, if there be anyone who has made the mistake or the error of Esau, who has sold their calling, sold their ministry for the love of other things, tonight, oh God, I pray, show mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. In the name of Jesus, have mercy, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Fill our heart with your love. Help us to place you far above every other thing. Lord, number one belongs to you. Lord, come and take your rightful place in our life. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. From tonight, may people look at us and of a truth testify that something has changed about our value system. I pray from tonight, may the value system of every one of us change for the better. May we fall in love with you like never before. In the name of Jesus. Now I declare, I entreat you over every barren branch. We have some few days to go before Operation Macedonia is over for this season. Every barren branch before Operation Macedonia is over this Sunday. Let them emerge a fruitful vine. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There shall not be anyone among us that will be barren this season. Amen. Now I declare the vine which is Jesus himself said he will supply all our needs oh, yes. tonight whatever represents a need in your life receive divine supply Amen. in the name of Jesus receive divine supply Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. receive divine supply Amen. as you go forth into this week even the remaining days of this week and month May God meet you at the very point of your needs. Amen. May every mountain before you become a valley. Amen. May the Lord make it plain. Amen. Rise in victory. Amen. Rise up in victory. Amen. Every difficult situation confronting you. Whatever represents a difficult situation that you don't know how to handle. Tonight I declare over you. In the name of Jesus, receive the intervention of God. Amen. Receive the intervention of God. Amen. Receive the intervention of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every problem that has remained unsolved within the next 24 hours, I declare in the name of Jesus, let that problem be solved. Amen. Let that problem be solved. Amen. Every problem in you before you today, in this place of prayer, I speak to that problem. In the name of Jesus, receive solution to it now. Amen. Receive solution to it now. Amen. Receive solution to it now. In the name of Jesus. Now go in this mind. Go and excel. Go and do great things for God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout a louder, amen. Come on, put those hands together for Jesus. I believe. See, I see a cloud, a cloud in this room. It is a sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I see a cloud in this room. I tell you, something great has taken place. I want you to know that God has touched your life. Yes, God has touched your life. Take note of what will begin to happen from tonight. Father, we celebrate your presence. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you what you are doing. We do not take it for granted. Thank you for touching our lives. For turning our heart to you again. For setting our heart ablaze. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Thank you for tuning in on this episode. We hope you've been blessed and empowered to transcend new heights of faith and growth. Stay connected with us for more empowering and faith-filled messages. And remember, you are part of a community committed to transformation. Until next time, go forth empowered by God's grace.